following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, now sponsored by AkaiCon, August 7th through 9th at the Cool Springs Convention Center in the Franklin Marriott Hotel. Go to akaicon.com now for more information and how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, episode 144, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Oh yeah, baby. I am your host, Sketch, and with me today... Paul Pascrillo, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com. And... ASMRI DeRea Maddox. And our very special guest... Arthur Mesa. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back, Arthur. Nice to have you on again. <laughs> Shut up. Stop trying to be nice to him. You know damn well you want to do something. I was trying to lure him in a sense of false security. Oh, shut up. You should already know he should have some false security when he's around you. Yeah. Hi, Sketch. Yeah. Well, Arthur, oh. you are here because you donated to our Indiegogo fund, so thank you very much. You're welcome. And that entails you to being on the podcast and picking the topic. So tell us what we're going to talk about this week. We're going to talk about predictions for Intruder 2. And the blue girl. Oh. <laughs> and Always how much the blue girl? And no, the blue girl. How no. much money Arthur is going to give to Darrell to drink? <laughs> His whole inheritance. Oh. <laughs> I'll give him fifty bucks. Oh. Yeah, that'll work. Is that a save me Darrell fund? <laughs> you, can, uh, you can get you can get a lot of booze for fifty dollars. Oh, yes, you can. Go down the street and buy a bottle of Kabasi or something. Mm. Or prime oil. Yeah. Well, we got some uh, recaps to get into, so let's get rolling. Here's Kill a Kill. Kill a Kill, Episode 10, I Want to Know More About You. Ryuko fights Inamuta, who has a data-collecting Goku uniform called the Probe Regalia. He tries to cloak himself, but Ryuko expands her Kamui to hit the entire arena, which makes the whole being invisible thing useless. Inamuta submits to defeat in order to save the data collected on his Probe Regalia. Ryuko then begins her battle with Nan Nan Jakuzare, who unleashes the power of her symphony regalia and takes to the skies and attempts to destroy the battle arena, but Senkets proves capable of flight itself. Senkets' growth concerns Mikisugi, so he calls in Samugi in case things get out of hand. Arthur, was... what did you think of this episode? I like this episode. It was a pretty good episode. Just how Ryoko's expanding the use of Senket so fast. Yeah, but apparently that's dangerous. Yes, that is. Pretty interesting, though. It is showing yeah, it is uh, int- it's capable of doing some pretty crazy things. Yeah. Like getting jetpacks and flying. Yay! Wee! <laughs> Why not? Yeah. 
I really like Jacuzare. She's a great character. Mm. Well, she is musically inclined. Ah, There's yes. No telling, no telling what she could do with flutes and trombones and tubas and tromboner. <laughs> that was an interesting uh, juxtaposition. Classy music and uh, not, not a not not so classy fight. <laughs> Flute missiles. Yeah, see, when you when I looked at the Inamuda fight, man, he was just like <laughs> it just reminded me of stuff that he was doing on Tron, man. I was like, okay, he just typing all of your stuff. I was like, is this the way a nerd masturbates when he's on his keyboard or something? He was uh, moving in very strange ways. Yeah, I think that might have been a, a nerd type maiden dance or something, man. <laughs> it, it was just like, okay, um, what is this? You know, it's probably like the way Paul dances anyway, so we good. We all know <laughs> Inamuta likes it doggy style. Hey. That, hey, that's the way that Jarrell likes it. <laughs> we also get more flashbacks to uh, the Elite Four meeting Satsuki, in this case Inamuta, met her because he tried to hack into Revox Corporation just for the purpose of showing that he can do it. And, yeah, no, and she's I like, well, why don't you try manipulating the world if you think you, you're so hot stuff? And he's like, what? Basically, she just gave him a free pass to be a world-class hacker with no repercussions. Mm-hmm. Drink. And with Jacuzare, they're uh, back in, it looks like back in grade school, Jacuzare is uh, the girl that all the boys will do whatever for. And she shows her devotion to Satsuki after Satsuki says some, she said some weird stuff as a kid. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe she had the sixth sense and was seeing dead people or something. She, she was, tre- she's tremendously ambitious for a child. <laughs> yeah. You know the term, kids say the darndest things, never has it more <laughs> applied. <laughs> you know, she had a ping in the brain complex. She wanted to take over the world. Yeah. Which I have no problem with because I wouldn't mind taking over the world because then I could kill every idiot on this planet without oh. repercussion. Oh, God. <laughs> I would what? be fearing for my life. So <laughs> you want to start the death draft. Hmm. Nope. China I Illinois just reference. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whoo, dude. Trust me, the things I could do. Oh. I would force every freaking idiot to battle against each other in a battle royale to a fight to the death. <laughs> Last idiot standing gets pardoned, but then when they walk out the arena, I'm gonna chop the head off. <laughs> Lovely. Yes. That's great. Paul, what did you think of this episode? I thought it was quite campy. <laughs> Band campy. <laughs> Paul was probably thinking, man, I would so love to be in Ryoko's. Um, Rico, Ryoko's. Drell, Drell, Drell. You got to stop drinking before you come on the podcast. I need you to be cognitive of your language. Dude, I am more cognitive than I think in the first place. Like, my thinking is so much clearer. But Paul really wants to wear that Kamui. He wants to wear some kits. Don't do that Momocon, Paul. But it, it looks so comfortable. I know. <laughs> Maybe we can get a picture of me lifting up your Kamui skirt. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> kind of dread you down there, huh? <laughs> I am not happy with you right now. That is just wrong at so many levels. All right, here's some talk banks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. Mark King writes in The hills are alive with the sound of Nanon beating Ryuko's ass with music. Yes, nice reference. Indeed. Yes. Allison writes in Frankie, put some pants on. I mean, Gamagori, put some pants on. Eh, the same thing, really. <laughs> Good point. Both oh, voiced yeah, by Patrick Seitz. Hey, he will start naked. Almost. Yeah. Dude is still love, though, man. I had muscles like that once again in my life. Uh, unfortunately, they declined. You would be like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, no. That's just too much damn muscle, dude. Okay. Benjamin Pajon writes in, After tonight's Kill the Kill, I want Toonami, Trigger, Anaplex, and Lab Zero to team up and just make a Skullgirls show. That would be very, very nice because I do like Skullgirls. Mm-hmm. It's the fappening happening all over again. <laughs> oh, God. Apparently, a lot of the voice actresses from Skullgirls were also in Kill a Kill. And uh, I think Sword Art also. And uh, yep. a few other recent dubs. Madoka. All those. Oh, yeah. It's definitely Madoka heavy. Yeah. I am sure I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Dowd Fakunurian. Pretty close. I'm not yeah, entirely close. sure why, but seeing Mako and Gamagori together makes me want to ship them. They're so cute together. Yes, she's stacked. He's built. They are adorable. Well, the good like... news for you, Dowd, is that uh, the show kind of does ship them. <laughs> A little. It's not yeah. blatant, but it's there. Okay. You get a little bit of what you want. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Blue Alexander writes in, I hereby request every future anime battle to have a Von Supe's light cavalry overture in the background. No. No. <laughs> no, it was bad enough, but she made the answer. She came out with a freaking marching band. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did this, but I was like, I just thought about about my own college, and I was like, Alabama a and would literally eat child ass up. <laughs> mm. it, it, it's, if you was ever in the band, you would understand why, where this comes from. Yeah. I was in the choir, so... Choir, oh, yeah. choir! From now on, sketch you will La. be... Your, your code name is now Choir Boy. Uh-oh. La. No, I'm not going to make him sing like a piggy yet. <laughs> Oink, oink. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sketch. I love you, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, too. <laughs> so what we're seeing here is that the uh, the Kamui is evolving too rapidly, and this is concerning Mikisugi, so he's, because he expects things to get out of hand. And I'm interested to see what happens when things do get out of hand. <laughs> Well, you know, Ryuko loves, she loves getting reckless and even more reckless and even more <laughs> reckless. I'm like, how much more reckless can you be? My yeah. fight is entirely calculating. There's no way that you can win. I'm just going to do something reckless and you're not going to figure on it. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, exactly. you got me there. 
sometimes you just have to be reckless in order to get the job done. Get her done. Get her done. <laughs> Who needs technique when you can get really, really pissed? <laughs> hey, that boy get boiling. You get reckless. You don't think. That's yeah. the reason why we say never get mad in combat. <laughs> why do you not get mad in combat, soldier? Because you lose all information that you need to know about combat, sir. This episode ends with the battle still going on, so we can look forward to the climax of the battle between Ryuko and Jakuzare next time. Time to continue the Aniplex Hour with Sword Art Online 2. Sword Art Online 2, Episode 3, Memories of Fresh Blood. Shino Asada, who we have known so far as Sinon, is rescued by some bullies by her friend Shinkawa. The two of them discuss Gungale Online and Shinkawa's studies to become a doctor, which is really being done just because it's the will of his father. Shinkawa asks if she'd like him to, uh, like him to walk her home from school every day, but she politely declines the offer. Shinon returns home and attempts to hold a pistol that she keeps in the cabinet. I think it's actually a toy pistol, because it yeah, doesn't it look like a real gun. No, it looks a like toy. a friggin' zapper, man. It looks like Nintendo. a pistol. <laughs> yeah, no, say. actually, I, I hear it looks the most like the uh, the Mega Drive zapper. Yeah, that's what you know. Yeah. That's what I really wanted to say, but. but mm-hmm. It still looks like that soup, that Nintendo zapper too, though. Yeah. Sega. <laughs> She's overcome with a memory when she defended herself and her mother from a bank robber, killing him in the process. Ever since that incident, she has been unable to stomach holding a gun in real life, but has been playing GTO to cope with her PTSD. Meanwhile, Kazuto tells Asuna that he has to leave Elfheim online and enter a different game for a while and he goes to the facility where he will be monitored while he dives into GGO. Death Gun listens to chatter about someone trying to draw him out and looks at his hit list which happens to include Xenon. And he does so quite creepily I might add. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have oh. a qu- question. Was that Johnny Young Bosch as Shinkawa? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh no! Bleach! <laughs> exactly. Return of Bleach, baby. It's, ah! it's Johnny Out the God. Shell back again. Back again. Long live Bleach. Calm down, Arthur. Don't make me have to put you in the corner. I feel like pretty much ever since Bleach, uh, various companies have made a point of pairing up Johnny Young Bosch and Michelle Ruff, such as in Sailor Moon, they're Artemis and Luna, and in this, it's, it's Shinkawa and Shino. Uh, did you see that death gun uh tweeted him last night too i did see that (laughs) that was hilarious um he actually i believe he responded to it too yes Uh, i think all he responded to was perhaps (laughs) johnny young boss go back to slaying hollows 
<laughs> and then his response is perhaps. <laughs> I just can't yeah, get away but I, I find the funniest part about last night was is like he starts he the first tweet he put out for SEO two was actually hashtag SEO two, and I'm like, no, it's Sword Art Online two. He doesn't respond to me, but then all of a sudden his hashtag turns to Sword Art Online with the two eyes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Apparently he's it's a Roman numeral too, you dork. <laughs> yeah, no. it's a Roman numeral. Well, no, you can't do Roman numerals on. Uh... Yeah, no, I know so that. it's two eyes. Yeah. Thank you. It's still two eyes. Still two eyes. Not you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Loser. Yeah. Yes, you are, Darrell. Anyways. Oh. oh. <laughs> so in this episode, we see that uh, Sinon, though she is a very skilled player of GTO, actually has a severe phobia of holding guns in real life and is coping with her PTSD from a traumatic experience when she was just a child. She shot that guy like three times. The last one through the head. Dude, that's the reason why she's a sniper, man. You put a bullet in the head every time to make sure they're dead. <laughs> yep. Trust me. Once you put a bullet in somebody's head, there you ain't no coming I back. I was gonna make that. a joke about double tapping, but she hit him three times. <laughs> <laughs> double tap. We call that triple time. Yeah, one more bullet go. and you'll avoid being lunch. It was two to the chest and then one to the head. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. I mean, hey, he got he got to sample a little bit of cold steel with a side of hot lead, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But any other thoughts on this episode? It was a good episode overall. There was it. a lot of there was a lot of chatter on Twitter about it. Um the PTSD. Yeah, yeah. even even to the point where like Jason said something too. Yeah, so it's actually of... some I think somebody pissed him off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but most people don't understand though when you look at the symptomology top um symptomology of this um typically with children with PTSD they experience a, a mixture of intrusive and avoidant symptoms and this is coming from Friedman um 2008 and this includes nightmares, exaggerated startle, agitation and sometimes disorganized behavior which is basically seeing drink which is basically seen in PTSD another drink which is seen in PTSD children and sometimes it's a disassociation with anger and flatness and avoidance and, and they will draw from the world somewhat and then when you go into like a way of um, treating this the first step is crisis counseling depending on the um, degree of um, PTSD to reduce their um you know, the anxiety, and this really comes from, um, this occurred in adults, especially with hypnotherapy, but there's no definitive empirical support that really, you know, um, supports um, hypnosis, but you really can go into CBT, which is cognitive behavior therapy, and that definitely helps a whole lot, but some people try to go with pharma, um, pharmacotherapy, which is basically throwing a lot of drink, a lot of pills at the issue. <laughs> and one of the main ways of doing it is like tricyclic um, antidepressants and antihistamines that can be useful for um, reducing, you know, depressive and sleep symptoms. But with on what she was actually doing, what we kind of call immersion or exposure therapy, where she put herself in gun jail online to kind of help her cope with it. 
And then on top of that, she actually had the little toy gun, which is a physical form outside of um, Gun Gill Online that kind of helps her cope with it. But as you can see, she's still not strong enough to deal with it in the physical world, but because it's something that she can actually touch and it's tangible there, PTSD kicks back in and it does cause an anxiety to the point that she throws up again. And it brings back those memories of what she had experienced as a childhood trauma in the post office when she shot that guy. So she's trying to work her way through it, but this is a way of her using CBT or cognitive behavior therapy or exposure or emergent therapy in order to wait so that she can get a little bit stronger and cope with it. It's kind of like her coping mechanism. And this is a psychodynamic intervention for children like her doing this because there's a limitation on what um, they can actually do. You sound so intelligent there. Thank you, Dr. Durrell. <laughs> yeah. I hate y'all. <laughs> I was complimenting you. I know, man. Appreciate it. This is what I do. I think exactly. people are going to be sitting there going, uh, what did you just say? What? <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. I get it. Yeah. This oh, is the reason man. why I'm eight. This is the reason why I'm the HR person. Or you think you're the HR person. <laughs> no, he is the HR person. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have something else that we're going to read a little bit later on here. I'm going to get you're through the, uh, the, the quick talkbacks first. Yes. So... SL the FMA writes in for anyone who felt SAO's first season lacked character growth. Hope you're liking the amount of focus Sinon has gotten so far. I do. I am. I do. Yeah. I agree. I think it's it's good that they have a much better fleshed out character in yeah. this storyline. I, I do I definitely think that they've learned from their mistakes from the past is what I think's going on here. And you know, that's a good thing, you know. Yeah, they didn't try to oversell it this time. Like they did. Yeah. They yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and you know what? Look, you don't have to necessarily go by how things are written. You can change the script. This is an anime series. And it's not like we haven't seen an anime series do that before. Oh, I don't know. Full Metal Alchemist? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, it, 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 there's no reason why you don't need to change some things. Okay? So... Yeah, like you need to change your tampon. Nah, I don't got no tampon, buddy. You ain't got no pancake mix. Go on. Inuyasha-san87 writes in, Sinon's backstory is tragic. To keep moving on after all that shows that she is a strong woman. Agreed. Yeah, she is. Mike Jin X89 writes in, Sinon's mom is, hor- is a horrible mother for abandoning her daughter that saved her life. Is common sense non-existent in SAO? No, I would say it's... I would actually say that that's kind of one of the real-life situations that kind of happens in in life, and it's actually awesome that they would actually do that. Not awesome in the fact that she lost her mother, but awesome in the fact that they're trying to connect this to real-life things that have happened to people. I have a question. Did Was something cut out of this episode? No, I don't believe so. No, no. I don't think this episode. It was two episodes back, the first episode. I, I thought there was more in this episode. It's been a while since I've seen this episode. No? Um, no. It, 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 there could be, but, I mean, it, again, 
if if there is something cut out, it's probably something that Anaplex did on there and oh, okay. uh, Tsunami. So no, I'm not blaming Tsunami. I know they don't do the yeah. edits anymore. I feel, I, not to not to cut off anybody here, but I feel like we have to put like a packaging <laughs> on some of these shows because it's like it's like people are like Tsunami, why did you do this? And it's not Tsunami's fault. It's the no. distribution center or the the, distrib- the company the distributor. Made, yeah, the distributor, distributor they, whoever they, does they, it. And yes. that's, the, that's the problem is like a lot of these people think that, oh, it's Toonami's fault. Well, we've been saying all along since we've been doing this podcast, it's not their fault. Oh, by the way, if you don't believe that, let me give you a real life thing. They don't have the money to do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can't really edit something when you don't have the money to do it. So Right. Hey. You got two more talkbacks. These are dissenting opinions. Austin Guest oh. writes in, Sinon's backstory is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. PTSD about guns? A gun-heavy MMO will fix it? Genius! And gee, I just explained that ahead of time what happens with PTSD and why it happens, Austin. Congratulations, you're a shithead. Oh! <laughs> okay, moving on to the next topic. Oh. DBZW09 writes in, how can a girl who hates guns play a game with guns in it? That shit makes no sense, bro. Gee, did I just not say exposure <laughs> and immersion therapy? This is a way that people learn how to cope. This is really a way people learn how to cope. They do this with veterans also. They I'm make honestly the, they surprised kinda... that more people aren't aware of that. I mean, you do not give a veteran a loaded gun. But you do kind of bring certain things up so they can kind of help themselves get through it. You have to cope through it because PTSD is a serious thing. This was done basically through drink. Um, after World <laughs> War II, the men who fought over there had a overwhelming sense of PTSD. And the psychiatrists in the United States, the resources were tapped out. That's the reason why psychologists had to come in. People who had master's and a doctorate in psychology. They have to help these people get through it, and that is one way you do it. You immerse them in something, even though it's for me, you make them relive it to help them get through it. Go to the VA. You will see this a lot. Go, Just go to a VA or a mental clinic and volunteer. You will understand why. I think yeah. that settles that. But there is another element to this, because a lot of people, including uh, Mike Jin, seem to think that uh, the mother's reaction was particularly startling and that people should be embracing the fact that Sinon saved the day. But here's the deal with that. And this comes from uh, Mac Attack, a.k.a. Rebel Cheese. He posted this on the Toon Zone forum, and we've uh, linked to it on the Twitter. I'm going to go ahead and read it. Here's the thing about the whole situation. Japan and the United States have vastly different value sets. Up until a certain age, regardless of the child being a boy or a girl, mainstream Japan prefers a child to be passive and let adults take care of situations like the robbery at the bank. There is a great emphasis on children being innocent and reliant on adults. Even Yakuza don't usually go after the kids. The fact that Sinon killed an adult at the age of 11, even in self-defense, means to the average Japanese that Sinon has the mindset of a calculating murderer and a, psycho- and a sociopath. The fact that Sinon could even fathom pulling the trigger means something is inherently wrong with her, 
And that's why Sinon's mom effectively treats Sinon like she's ashamed of her. The point this show is is trying to make is that Japanese society in Japanese society is that a child who killed in self-defense and to protect her mother is not a sociopath, but an average girl who is haunted by what she did, and you, the average salary man, are not helping by ostracizing a girl who needs help. However, to an American, this is nonsensical and abusive, and Shinon should be celebrated as a hero for what she did and is given lots of tender love and care, and it just doesn't make sense as to why Sinon is so isolated. This does not translate in Japan. This is part of the reason why anime and manga usually only start having independent strong protagonists in middle school and high school when innocence is no longer important. Yeah, but he makes an excellent point, though. It's two different cultures. And then you got to look at the time in this time period in Japan. If this had been earlier Japan, especially the Sengoku era, a child killing some, trying to kill someone or killing someone who has um going to the parent, it would actually be celebrated then, because that was a more of a warrior culture back then. You had to, hey, you have to kill at some point because that's what the boys were trained to do, even the women. So Mac Attack makes a very good point. He makes a very good point. But he brought it into the modern age. And, yeah, kids are supposed to be innocent at a certain time. But once you get reach a certain age, innocence laws, hey, you pretty much an adult now. Do what you have to do to get the job done. Right. Right. <clears throat> well, very well put. Now that we have thoroughly analyzed this episode of Sword Art Online... <laughs> more than we probably need to let's talk about a casual episode of Inuyasha the final act Inuyasha the final act episode 18 the day of days Kagome has a nightmare about failing her entrance exams and awakens to find that she is still in the feudal era. She finds Kohaku's shard is still defiled, so she tries to purify it but is unable to because Magatsui has sealed her power. Sashomaru leaves his party with Inuyasha's to seek out Magatsui alone. Kagome returns to her time to study for her entrance exams but struggles to study or even relax. Inuyasha follows her home to bring her the sacred bow and asks Kagome if she'd rather stay in her time until the fight with Naraku has ended. It dawns on Inuyasha that the reason why Kagome's power was sealed was due to Kikyo's wish to never fight anymore. Kagome tells Inuyasha that she wants to see things through, and then Inuyasha promises to protect her. Ten days later, on a day with much falderall, Kagome takes her entrance exams. Yeah, this episode. <laughs> this episode was more about Kagome passing her freaking high school injury exams than anything else. There was also a moment where Inuyasha and Kagome almost kissed. Yep. And mm-hmm. then the kid comes in. <laughs> Shit, boy! Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> like he was going to leave and she's like, nah, stay. <laughs> stay. Good dog. <laughs> well she's lonely everybody else isn't home oh who cares um oh. <laughs> family has terrible timing yeah i know yeah i could have got some of that sweet sweet you know, <laughs> <laughs> but i mean this wasn't 
there wasn't really anything notable about this episode. Uh, it is I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it that is. there was nothing notable about it because they did explain why Kagome's power is sealed away. She has a mental block. Well, <laughs> there, there again, she was able to heal Kohaku before, and now she can't heal him at all. So it's kind of like, and what I mean by heal him is I mean purify the jewel back there. So, I mean, it's kind of interesting to, that she can't do really anything right now, but, um, I mean, this episode was just one of those, like, uh, basically filler. <laughs> Drink! So. Drink! Oh, it's just another reminder that uh, even though Kagome's helping slaying demons, she's still got to deal with stuff like entrance exams. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, Inuyasha seems to think is a lower level demon, but oh no, sir. <laughs> Entrance exams is a very high level demon. <laughs> and this is, and you know what? For your brain. And this is the first time that Inuyasha actually, when it came to her schoolwork, actually seemed to help her out. Because Yeah, that's a first. That, that's definitely like a first. So you like see, you see like a more mature kind of thing going on here now, rather yeah. than. You know, <laughs> he causes her to fail a test or something else, which is yeah, like you gotta remember. Inuyasha is a country bumpkin, right? And he's, and he's still afraid. Yeah. <laughs> but we got some talkbacks, so let's get to those. Well, no, yeah. first, first I'm gonna say that Inuyasha actually said some very sensible stuff in this episode, and then he kind of ruined it by showing up trying to drag Kagome away before she can take her tests. Yeah, <laughs> but he still came to the rescue, so. Uh, yeah. You know. I love when it's, uh, when yeah. her grandfather is like accosting him, being like, "You better not stop her." Blah blah blah. And then he's not, not even. Her. <laughs> yeah. Not even there. <laughs> and he goes around Japan, you know, just dressed as he normally does. Yeah. Exactly. And some guys thinks he's a cosplayer. Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> I think that's the first time in yeah. Inuyasha that they've made that joke. Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was funny. Maybe not, uh, but it was it was a great joke. <laughs> and convenient. It was like, oh, well, you could just pretend to be a cosplayer. That's that's super convenient. <laughs> Thankfully, Kagome's mom shows up. Is like, yeah, maybe you should cover those ears up. <laughs> now you look we, even stranger. And she uh, also had uh, Kagome's exam ticket. <laughs> yeah, so all of that Falderall was pretty much for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Here's his talkbacks. Rashonda Spears writes in, I so relate to Kagome because school life is hard, especially in college. I double, I double agree with you there. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really have too much problem except in math classes. <laughs> Not surprised. I'm hey. really struggling in college right now. Pussy. <laughs> oh, hang in there, buddy. <laughs> hang in there. Hang in there. SL, the FMA, writes in, Episodes when Kagome goes back to her own time were always my favorite in the OG series, and I still love them in Final Act. Yeah. It's nice to see her go back to the modern world for a little bit and spaz out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and her friends constantly asking her questions. Yes. 
And her grandfather constantly coming up with diseases that she's contracted since she's <laughs> out of school. <laughs> Tell you, man, the Kagome has had more diseases than a Petri dish. <laughs> oh, God, you got to get to Allison's talk back. Hurry up. <laughs> Lou Alexander writes in, I can only imagine the questions Kagome's friends ask her about that boyfriend of hers. <laughs> Does he like it doggy style? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He probably does. Moving <laughs> <Losing> along. <laughs> Lord Terminal writes in, Yeah, a dog demon in a red robe walking around modern day Japan. That won't look suspicious. Oh. <laughs> Dude, let me put it to you this way. If they have a freaking amusement park for One Piece, I think this will be just fine. <laughs> Not to mention the celebration of the penis. <laughs> Moving on. That's a real thing. Look it up. No, that yeah, it's a real festival, dude. I'm sure it is, but moving along. Awkward. (laughs) Exactly. And Allison's, which is hilarious. Yeah. Allison writes in, Don't you just hate when you're so close to kissing the demon of your dreams and your kid brother walks into your bedroom? (laughs) No. I don't have a kid brother. That's just the Uh, Hi Kagome, you're home. And we weren't called, doing nothing. Oh, yeah. I love how like Inuyasha's in the background. He comes out of the shadows and he's got this face like, you fucking bastards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that penis festival is called the Kanamara Matsuri. I the been... steel festival <laughs> of the steel phallus, baby. And I got one. Why oh, my <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. It just felt like appropriate to say. Yeah, I really okay. opened up a can of dicks. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> On Chi-Chi? <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. That does it for our Inuyasha, the final act talkback. Damn, we got through those talkbacks quick. Mm-hmm. Quicker than you doing. Yeah, shit. <laughs> this week on Toonami, we got another Better Cartoon Show Criminal Threats promo. We won't be intimidated by criminal threats. <laughs> I like this one, too. This one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like... Good bunch Still of the one, the one with um, Alucard was the best, but this one, this one's good too. I found this had a surprising amount of uh, Boss Luffy clips. Yes, <laughs> a little late there. <laughs> well, they try not to spoil things in the promos. And yeah, yeah, I know. I so know. we get, we usually have stuff that happened in recent episodes. We used a little two fingers music. Yay. Yeah. And if you guys want to see this promo, it's actually, it'll probably be up on uh, TsunamiFaithful.com eventually. <laughs> <laughs> probably by the time this episode's out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good promo. I always like seeing those. I was, yeah, I, I was, too. the last time we got one was really, really short because it was also for the, the Chappie Oh, promotion yep. so right. i was eagerly awaiting another real deal better cartoon show criminal throats promo and it did not disappoint and, and in guys... free flight we got to see how sarah puts it together i was just about to mention that yay yeah it was pretty cool how they made it the promo mm-hmm once again, we're a little light on talkbacks that didn't have to do with our usual uh, recaps. So 
Here's a couple One Piece and one Attack on Titan. Allison writes in, Nami is squeaky clean. More importantly, Frankie finally made progress in climbing the tower. Go, Frankie, go! Yes, go, Frankie, go. Frankie man, <laughs> Frankie man does whatever a Frankie can. <laughs> Don East writes in, really glad that the Nami Khalifa fight is finally over. Weakest fight in the arc, in my opinion, and it's kind of demeaning. Never is it demeaning when you yeah. have two women in a cat fight. Yes. Boobs and booty is always acceptable. <laughs> the hell are you talking about? Yeah, Nami cleaned her clock this week. Exactly. Yeah. Lightning bolts. And then she proceeded to totally rip up her outfit. <laughs> Looking for the Frankie was, And Frankie wow. was getting excited. Ah, Frankie's no. like, continue. The closest we can get to some hentai, baby. <laughs> oh my god. That was Corral, it will never happen. Stop. <laughs> never. Stop. Never. Cut it out. <laughs> unless, unless like, I can always dream, baby. Unless there's yeah. some porn channel. That's all you can do is dream. A boy has unless a right some... to dream, but not about that. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. I'm a grown man. That's the difference. I can. Ah, uh, well played. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the last talk back, Inuyasha-san87 writes in, On that day, humanity was given a grim reminder that Potato Girl would become the greatest meme ever. <laughs> yes, it was, because I used one. Yeah. The one with her and Mr. Potato Head, and she said, dinner's ready. <laughs> Excellent. You, you can't go wrong, man. Potatoes are delicious. Potatoes are delicious. I like them when they're French fries. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. I'd rather like, like baked potatoes and mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. But anyways. Mm, they're pretty, boy. But anyways, we have some news to get into so not a whole heck of a lot though <laughs> no not a whole heck no there's not a lot but let's get into the tsunami news right now news from facebook twitter and the official tsunami tumblr this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. The ratings, the 18 to 49 ratings for Saturday, April 4th, 2015. Dragon Ball Z Kai at midnight, 749,000. Kill a Kill, 636,000. Sword Art Online 2, 560,000. Inuyasha The Final Act, 457,000. Naruto Shippuden, 406,000. One Piece, 412,000. And Attack on Titan, raises 436,000. Very nice. You guys are still there, right? I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Yeah, you cut out there. Yeah, we cut out. Okay. Well, I know that you're recording on my end, so I will continue. And because we're always curious about this, uh, the 8 p.m. Dragon Ball Z Kai Encore got uh, 0.22. 
and the King of the Hill after it got 0.23. So, not bad. Not bad. And in total viewer ratings, uh, the Kai episode got uh, over 200,000 more than uh, King of the Hill. Damn straight. Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh, oh, King Hill! I retract that statement. It's not quite that much. So, the Dragon Ball Z Kai... Encore got 828,000 total viewers, and King of the Hill got 663,000 total viewers. Way so to go, King of the Hill, So King of Hill isn't doing any better than what they had there before, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, it is in adult ratings. Whatever. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's kind of a stickler there. Uh, <laughs> you want to cry about something? Five AM American Dad got over nine hundred thousand. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> nine hundred thousand over. Well, you know, no, no, no. I, American Dad should be getting that actually. <laughs> to be honest with you, like if it's not getting that at any time during the night, then there's a problem. Yeah. So I'm Poor not surprised. Family Guy. Yeah, that and Family Guy usually do really well. So. If American Dad is even at five AM, it should be doing close to a million. So yeah. that's not a surprise. Yeah, yeah that whole uh, comedy encore portion did very nicely that week. Uh, mostly zero point four and one zero point five. Cleveland show at three thirty only got zero point three, which is the same point as uh, Attack on Titan. So right. there's that. But it did beat Cleveland. Uh, Attack on Titan did beat Cleveland in total viewers. So there's that. Yep. Once again, I'm pretty sure uh, teenagers are showing up. <laughs> but we'll take them. We'll take them. Okay. And the total viewer ratings for all of Toonami. Dragon Ball Z Kai started the night off with 1,425,000. Kill a Kill followed with 1,151,000. Sword Art Online, 946,000. Inuyasha the Final Act, 748,000. Naruto Shippuden, 676,000. One Piece, 660,000. And Attack on Titan rose to 719,000. Damn, Attack on Titan's doing well right there. Yay. It certainly and, uh, is. Why could they have done this in the first place? I believe me and Sketch said several times, hmm... Attack on Titan lower in the block would do really well. Hmm. Yeah. We all mm. said that. We all said that. Mm-hmm. So, apparently I mean, Adult Swim programming didn't get that memo. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because on the back end, it just does better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just makes more sense to put it back there. <clears throat> but uh, I'm a little disappointed to, to see... Uh, Naruto and One Piece dip below seven hundred thousand, but at least the eighteen to forty nine ratings are about as good as ever. I think when Sword Art gets into its good episodes, maybe One Piece and Naruto might do a little bit better. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that because Sword Art, Sword Art did fine. Yeah. Inuyasha dropped off quite a bit after Sword Art, though. And Naruto dropped a bit behind uh, Inuyasha as well. So, I don't know. I think it's just an off week, to be honest with you. Because, again, like, ship it in higher up. 
has been proven to do better. So. Oh yeah. You know. I'm, yeah. I'm not the least bit concerned about you. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not concerned about that at all. I'm not even concerned about one piece because one piece has actually been doing well. So yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. It's but getting um, into it's good episodes. One piece. Yay. You know, yeah, ratings some really good episodes right now. Yeah. The ratings this week were okay. The trending for last night, however, I don't know what's going on with Twitter. I have no idea. I, I'm starting to really question if they're blocking our hashtags, but nothing at all trended last night. Not one character trend, not even a show trend. Hell, not even something that's related to Toonami or even Toonami itself trended. Nothing. <gasps> but we did see that Kirito and Inuyasha both were rising in tweets. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, those two were... I could tell you that Inuyasha the Final Act was doing about 37 tweets per minute, which is usually high and usually gets a sh- gets whatever's being tweeted hashtag-wise to trend. So, again, I'm kind of in one of those situations where I'm like, I just don't understand. Same thing with... Uh, I believe Sword Art Online was doing really well, too. And... You know, again, I just don't understand where, like, the disconnect is here. Like, and, and even, like, I looked at the app, and the Twitter app has actually changed where you can do trending. Because it used to be on the home where the feed was, you could yeah. actually switch over to trending. Yep. Now, you have to go to the search thing to... See what's trending. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. every time I tried to refresh it, it was basically the same thing. So I'm just sitting there going, I don't even know, like, what's going on, you know? I mean, don't get me wrong, but I don't think the Frozen 4 should be trending all night. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... Frozen 4, is that some kind of drink? That's no, hockey. that's the... That's uh, it's it, college it, hockey. It, I know, NH, NHL I, National I, Championship. I know, man. I'm just joking. I just don't... I, I don't know. Like, I'm just... <laughs> It's like, are, are we are these all just sponsored tweets? Maybe I don't know. I have no idea. So, Twitter, if this is your problem, fix it, or I'll send Darrell to go fix it for us. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Twitter, <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> and I do have guns and swords and knives. Oh God, let's not get into that. Moving on. But that was it for the news. So now is the top. Yay. Yeah, we're uh, we're a little ways before Momocon, where they will probably say something about Intruder 2, but we know that Intruder 2 is coming late this year, probably yes. the, the fourth quarter. Maybe the fall. Yeah, it's it's most likely in the fall. So yeah. we are here to speculate on what the Intruder 2 will entail. Yeah. Again, seeing as I'm pretty sure we've done this before. But it has been a while. It has been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. A while. A while. <laughs> a while. Why do you say it that well. way? <laughs> well, Arthur, since you came up with this topic, you can go first. You want me to go first? Okay. What I think is going to happen from based on what I've seen from the teaser trailer, I'm thinking maybe... The ship gets destroyed and they move to that bigger ship. Maybe. And um, they transfer Sarah to that new ship. That's what I'm thinking. That's it? 
that's what I'm thinking. So <laughs> that's all you got. That's, that's all, all you I got. got. That's what I can think. All right, let, me, let me stretch out. I can do this. <laughs> okay. so let, let me, let me, sorry, sorry, Arthur, but I got to make you feel bad. I got to make you look bad. Um, oh. Well, okay. So number one, the one thing that we know for sure is whatever happens with Intruder, Toonami will get a minute long promo intro from now on. So knowing that. Whoa. That is not confirmed. Whoa, no, that's, that's... Jason said that on the podcast. Well, no, Jason said he said that he would like to do something like that. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Need to go back and listen. Be exclusive, my friend. Let me. You need to go back and listen. Well, you need to listen again. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, if I may continue. Um, go ahead. First of all. I'm We've pretty sure he using... didn't say a minute because a minute's a long intro. Yeah, it is. Well, how long are the? How long are they right now? They're like 20 27, seconds. 20, actually, twenty-two seconds. Yeah, something like that. Well, I definitely know. I definitely know. He said it's going to be like the intro they used for uh, Tom Three, also for April Fool's Day. That was the same one, basically. Frankly, but. You know, that's that's it's going to be as long as that is what he said. Um, so knowing that I have to go out on a limb and I have to say that, A, I think we're coming up on a new Tom. No, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know to what degree this new Tom is going to look different. I don't know if it's, you know, maybe even going to be like Tom 5.5. Who knows? You know, Um but I do think that this will involve some kind of new Tom, possibly. Um, also, the idea that that's been floated out there, and I and I'm kind of hoping this happens, but I don't know if it will, is the fact that um, Tom One may show back up, no. and this and Tom One being controlled by the Intruder has to fight Tom Five, which I think would be awesome, might I add. Um. And I don't. I, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that the absolution goes anywhere. I don't think. I don't think the absolution is going to change. I, I. I don't really see that happening. Um, mm. I see more of a new Tom more than a new absolution. But you know, again, we don't know how much money they have for Intruder, too. So we could get both. So, yeah. but you know, I, I'm I'm gonna go out and say that there's probably gonna be a new Tom. I'm also going to say that it's probably not gonna that Steve is not going. Is Steve's gonna still do it? Still be Tom? I don't really have any indication or anything that has told me or has given me the idea that maybe Steve would be leaving Toonami. So I don't foresee Steve Bloom leaving at all. So I, I, don't, I don't think I, he'll ever leave. Yeah. So. Those are my thoughts, at least. But I kind of disagree. I don't think they're going to change Tom. I think it's still too soon. Eh. Mm. When did we change? When did we change Tom? That was 2013, two, wasn't it? Two two years ago. Yeah, 2013. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, usually about two years. Two. What, what was? How many years do they usually change Tom? I'm trying to think here. Well, when they changed Tom the first time, I think it was two after that two and then after that it was like maybe two or three 
So, I mean, we're we're on the same track here. Yeah. So, I mean, right around now at the end of April is going to be two years. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it could be that this is time for a new Tom. Mm. By, the, by the way, those designs that they showed, of, I think it was Tom 4 that they never used, maybe? That, like, big armored Tom that they didn't use that was in a, in a design. I want that Tom. <laughs> I really want that Tom. I will pay money for that Tom. Ooh, I will, I will with that. It's giving me I a will, lot of money. I know, I know. <laughs> I will empty bank accounts for that Tom. Paul would bend over for that Tom. Probably not. I, you know what? I will go on a limb and say I will bend over for that Tom. <laughs> with no lube. But I'm just so used to this Tom already. I mean, we've had him for two years already. But I don't even know. We don't even know if they have the budget to change Tom. Uh, or we didn't even know they had the budget to change Tom 3.5 the first time. Right. So, and we didn't, and by the way, Sarah was a surprise. That wasn't originally yeah, supposed to happen. So. Right, that just happened. At the last so, minute. don't ever say that they don't have the budget for it, because they probably do. Yeah. <laughs> now, one other thing that I need to add on top of this is it also depends if what people are thinking out there could be true is that Sailor Moon Crystal is coming. And if that's coming, that could also affect this budget as well, depending upon, again, how much the budget how much of a budget that Toonami actually has, you know? So. I I think it is coming because I don't think they would have announced the dub this soon. I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to sit there and disagree because, you know, I mean, look, look at short art. We didn't even think it was going to come out in February and it, we were calling for summer and they put it in February. Got a good point there. Thank it's you. Not <laughs> a unreasonable expectation that Sailor Moon would be at least Mostly ready by summer. Yeah, we'll see. We we'll find out. See, that's another one. That's another one. That's a surprise. Like, yeah. Same thing with Sword Art Online. We never, we did not even think that Sword Art Online two was going to be ready this early, and it was. And it was because it was going on Toonami. And you know, we're maybe this is what's going to happen with uh, Sailor Moon Crystal. You know. You know and what again, I think? Go ahead. Go, I'm sorry. The, I think all the other distribution companies are following Funimation because with getting the dubs out quicker, I think I'll do the space dandy. I think that's why all these distributions are getting the dubs out quickly. Yeah. There's definitely a increased interest in getting shows dubbed much sooner. Thank you, space dandy. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, baby. And some people think it was a failure. No, no, Ridiculous. I don't think it was a failure. I don't think it was a failure. I, I would say that, I think that because of the second season, I think that because of like the different animators, that kind of screwed up some people, and they yeah. were kind of like they were kind of like, oh, this sucks, you know. It didn't come off like it should have, because I think I haven't really heard, I haven't really heard anybody, you know saying anything bad about the first season as much as the second season. So I don't know, but that's space dandy. We're talking about a uh, inner true. Intrude, intrude, uh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Tangent also wants to give their thoughts. Mr. Well, Terrell? I really don't have a whole bunch of thoughts about it, but I hope that is a, like a serious battle or something. I just want to see Tom kick some ass this time, man. 
and finally get you know, this thing. You know, because last time the truth just kicked his ass. I'm like, what the fuck, Tom? You supposed to be gangster. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say the first intruder I thought was kind of lacking, to be honest with you. Like, I thought that there should have been more battles. It needs to be a fight. I mean, something over the top, at least. Come on, Tom, put on your pimp hat, get your pimp cane, and just <laughs> pimp it out and slap Dude, it. Dude, I'm sorry, and I know this isn't going to happen, but I just want him. I just want him to pull out the the, the Tom Psycho just to be like, bitch, I mean fucking business. Swipe. <laughs> oh, jeez. Or at least he could put a bullet in the intruder head. Let's say confusing thing. I personally am really hoping we get to see some dynamic action sequence. And I think that they will do this story over a month period to make up for the fact that it's not... Uh, not on weekdays anymore, so they could have multiple segments, have it cover a month. Alternatively, they could have it cover multiple points within a single night, but I don't think they're going to do that because it would just blow through it too fast, I feel. You want to milk this thing a little bit. Uh, the aftermath is something certainly to be discussed, but it, it within this storyline, I'm, I'm sure that Tom is going to get a second crack at fighting the intruder, and I hope that he actually gets to fight it and fight it for real. And I do hope that they include Tom One in some capacity, maybe have a have a Tom One's corpse come back to life by using the intruder, as as we've already alluded to the possibility of that. I'd really like to see that happen. That'd be cool. Or alternatively, Tom One busts out of the intruder is like, "Yeah, let's kill this thing." <laughs> Yes, that's my boy, Sketch. I love you right now, man. I've been inside of this freaking thing for like a decade. Let's kill it. (laughs) You you know, Sketch, I I kind of love the violence side of you, man. The violence impresses me. Where has this Sketch been hiding? (laughs) I I enjoy senseless violence. Let's, let's Let's not even joke. Oh, Sketch, Sketch enjoys violence. We know this. Oh, I do too. Uh, yeah. Well, considering he is a fan of JoJo, we we. we... Mm-hmm. White. And I'm a, and I'm a fan of Black Lagoon. Woo-hoo. Now, another thing that people are speculating happening is maybe Sarah getting a body. Again, that would be interesting. Again. Yeah. Well, okay. even even before well, this, she she was still just a hologram. Doesn't matter so long as she has the right curves. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an aspect but the way jason aspect. talks about this he's saying that it's really going to change how toonami is is done so i'm wondering if perhaps they'll add in more hosts if maybe they'll bring back some of those other hosts obviously they won't look the same as they did in the uh, tom four era but w- what if they bring back flash and d what if they include Clyde? what if there's a clyde that talks yeah, I know. I was about to say, like, the Uber Clyde. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely not going to get Moltar, so <laughs> get that thought no. out of your heads. <laughs> no Moltar. Yeah. I, I do guys. think that they will be broadcasting from either a different ship or from a space station, possibly a station on a planet, like in the Tom 4 era. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh it's just I mean, a it's like, a change of locale, really. And I just like seeing the ship fly in space. I'm just so used to it. 
Yeah, love um, it. I'd I'd certainly like to keep the the space space thing going on. So it might just be a different ship, but they they say it's going to be real different, and we can only guess what that entails. And Jason. as far as a longer intro goes, I think maybe 30 seconds, 40 seconds, but not a minute. Please. If the Absolution has a bar on it, I'm going to lose my shit. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, that, you know, that would be really funny if, like, one day Jason just wants to be an ass to Darrell and was just like, oh, look at this bar that Tom has. Oh, Darrell, don't you wish you were here? Oh, yes. <laughs> He would never do that, but that would be hilarious. You know what would be really <laughs> hilarious? If one one segment, you just have Tom drinking out of this huge beverage. Rum keg! It's called the Tom keg, baby. The Tom keg. <laughs> just hanging out, drinking the Tom keg. He's got the Tom saga next to him. And it's oil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beer. <laughs> Fermented oil. Yeah. <laughs> That's the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I do think because they they have put they're putting so much effort into this that we we can expect something pretty spectacular that will yeah. really give a story to the Toonami universe. Particularly with the tie into the comic. So I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm I'm just praying we get a bigger ship. I mean to the trailer to look at the current yeah, absolution, be good. It's it's a little cramped. Yes, if it gets any, or smaller, is it? Because that game room seems pretty big. <laughs> That's because I went through there with the crane. And Tom's all like, "All right, this is the important <laughs> thing. This is the important thing. The game room has to be the biggest room." Yeah. Why? Well, what else am I going to do? I watch cartoons in this room. I play video games in this room. This is what I do. <laughs> Tom's living the life. <laughs> we'll, yes, he is. And we'll probably get more uh, looks of the ship inside with the Intruder 2. Also, one interesting thing that Jason mentioned, by the way, um, we're not going to get anything new um, design-wise with graphics or anything. Not until um, then. Until then. So just so you guys know that, that was one thing that he did mention this week on Twitter. Oh, good. And in prior interviews. Yeah. So they're just going to reuse all the stuff they've... Yeah. Yeah, otherwise we probably would have seen a switch up of the bumpers by now because they do that around April. Yeah, they usually change the graphics to something... The logo, yeah. So we'll probably have this logo until the fall. Yay! Mm-hmm. And I hope their next uh, bump suite has uh, a little bit more personality to it because I find this one to be a little on the bland side. You don't like it? It's okay, but it's it's just a little on the bland side. Yeah. Maybe you need to put a little bit of pepper on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted a pepper? I give you a pepper. <laughs> I like how Caboose describes it. It looks like a Comedy Central bump yeah. set. <laughs> it, oh my God. I remember Jose said this last year. He said it is the same as Comedy Central. It's the same font as Comedy Central uses. Really? Yes. Doesn't quite look like it, but um. Hmm. Well, I don't doubt it. <laughs> At any rate, it does look like Comedy Central, and that's mm -hmm. that's not tsunami to me. But yeah. I, I do like how the 
how the packaging looks when you have just the sidebar. Well, not a sidebar. The the bottom bar with the name of the show and the the kinds of stuff that you'd see in the promos. That right. that stuff looks fine, but I like the background graphics too. Yeah, and the now next later portion looks okay. Just I the really, the I really, just the logo image is just eh. I really hope uh, with Intruder 2 we go back to the now next later on the screens. I would love to have rotating screens again. That was, I loved when it was rotating screens. I don't think that would be too expensive to do. No. Jason, please do it. And once once you have, the thing is, they just have to have them built. I love you, man. Once once they're built, once those things are built, they can. They can work with those same screens and and they won't have to do more animation, but they have to have them built first. That's kind of how that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I do expect something interesting to happen with Intruder 2. All this hype has to be worth something. Yep. Yes, once we'll they have to see what happens. JoJo's yeah. Bizarre. <laughs> I can't wait for MobileCon to see if they have something to uh, new to for Intruder Two. Yeah, they probably will. Yeah, just some little tease. The teaser too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess we have exhausted this topic. I believe we have. So it will be interesting to see. Uh, hopefully, coming up here at MomoCon. Uh, in about a little bit more than a month, um, we will hopefully get some insight into what Intruder 2 is going to be about. So cross your fingers. Hopefully we'll get to see something and hopefully we'll get some, we'll get some, uh, show announcements too. Hmm. Yay. Hmm. Maybe they're waiting for Momocon to announce. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I love how you think un- Paul. <laughs> yes, it is. I love how you think Paul. I know. Thank you. I don't. You're welcome. Nobody cares about you, Darrell. Continue. Oh. Continue. Continue giving me praise. Continue. It's fine. Everybody cares about me. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Cough, date Darrell. Fuck oh. You. <laughs> you. Oh, my. Oh, oh my God. But I think God. we finished this topic for the night. Yeah. Damn motherfucking Michelle, I swear, man. <laughs> I can't stand neither one of y'all ass. By the way, those of you that are listening to the podcast right now, if you guys, well, obviously you'll be hearing this on Wednesday, but um, if you hear in the background my phone vibrating, it's because you're blowing up Toonami News with questions for Michelle. So thank you for doing that. (laughs) Well, before we get out of here, should we read some listener mail? Yes, please. Go ahead. All righty. This listener mail comes from Christian Sprague. Hello, Jason DeMarco and Gil Austin. I mean, excuse me, Sketch, Paul, Jim, and Darrell of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking asshole, I saw that. (laughs) First, I'd like to thank you for responding to my previous email. It means a lot to me as a fan of your podcast. Even if you said some things that weren't too flattering. Sorry, Darrell, I gotta disagree with you on Naruto. Fuck you. <laughs> Put down the knife and the gun. There's better examples of ninja out there, like the blue girl, but I digress. 
Ah, I love you for that one. <laughs> I retract that. Fuck you now. <laughs> Second, I'd so like good. to apologize for my previous email being too long. I try to keep this. I'll try to keep this one as short as I can. You're doing a great job so far. I would like to hear your opinion on two shows I think could be possible choices for Toonami. One of them is Lupin the Third, the woman called Fujiko Mine. Having watched it all the way through, I consider it an awesome treat and something that Toonami can and should pick up. Granted, the amount of nudity would be a problem. Frankly, it makes Kill a Kill look like a Saturday morning cartoon. But if Toonami <laughs> could air Helsing Ultimate, I think they could get away with the woman called Fujiko Mine. The other, Lupin the Third, the 2015 Blue Jacket series, you can tell I'm a big Lupin the Third fan. I haven't seen it yet, but I think it could make a good dub premiere choice if Funimation, who licensed Fujiko Mine, picks it up. A world premiere is sadly out of the question, since it's already airing in Italy, lucky bastards, but a dub <laughs> premiere would still be possible. I've mentioned these two shows on the show suggestions section of the forums. I'd like to hear your opinion on whether or not they could air on Toonami someday. Wish you guys well and have a happy Toonami viewing experience and sorry for recommending the Street Fighter cartoon. Please excuse me while I, as punishment, I receive a head bite from Blanca. Sad face. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Don't you didn't suggest it. the Mortal Kombat cartoon. I didn't yeah, even know it, there was a new loop on the third series out right Yes, now. there is a Blue Jacket series. It's a co-production. It's airing in uh, Italy, and uh, it'll air in other parts of Europe. I would like to see that as a dub premiere on Toonami. Get Michelle off! <laughs> Please do. Yeah. As for Fujiko Mine, that's going to be tough. Yeah, <laughs> There is a lot of nudity in that. No, it ain't. Yes, there is, Doyle. Cut it out. <laughs> I have the Blu-ray. There's, there's a whole lot of whole nudity lot. in that one. And it, it is. A... Yeah, it would need there's to be There's going to be censored. a lot of editing. And that, it's a shame that that's the case because it is an interesting show. Yeah, it is. And I think it has enough action. but It does. It has TNA. It definitely has enough of that. <laughs> And everybody knows how I love my TNA. Yeah, we do. Shut up, Arthur. Hey, boy, up here. <laughs> okay, let me go. <sighs> yeah. Next email. This one comes from uh, Chewbacca Chew. Nice. <laughs> Just wanted to comment on SAO discussion. I think many people make a big deal out of the way the arc ended. In the show, it was centered around what is essentially a mass murder that didn't feel necessarily out of place. It also made what happened to that sleaze bag that much better. Weird tentacle scene with Asuna, though, that did feel hella out of place, and I wish that 90 seconds didn't exist. Love you, <laughs> love the show, guys. Keep it up. Chewbacca uh, Chew. Good impression, Joel. <laughs> well, I learned from Paul. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It didn't really feel out of place for uh, horrible circumstances to be happening in a show whose first portion was all about a mass murder by a psychopath who decided to play a death game with people. 
So uh, the whole yeah. creeper uh, forced marriage thing with uh, Sugo is a lot less. Uh, is really just kind of in line with with that kind of uh, situation, but. Also, I do agree. It's nice to see that Sleazebag get what he deserved. <laughs> and he's a villain. He's just a villain that you love to hate. And if the point was to make a villain that you would really hate, I think they succeeded. Yes, they did. <laughs> and another email. Yay. Mm. <laughs> this one This one comes from uh, Tyler Six, a frequent writer. Do you guys think that Absolute Duo would be a show on Toonami soon or next year? He gives a link to the uh, opening. This is published by Media Factory and licensed by Funimation. It's more of a fantasy action and a little bit of harem in it. Mm, I have heard nothing good about Absolute Duo. I haven't even heard of it. (laughs) I haven't seen it myself, but I have heard nothing good. It did, however, get a broadcast dub, so Funimation must have saw something in it. Yeah, exactly. And he also has another question. Who would win in a fight? Uh, Who would you get in a fight? What? Who would you fight? (laughs) English is not his first language. (laughs) Okay, so I, I think this is what he's saying. Who would win in a fight between Yusuke Urameshi and Kuwabara? Uh, obviously, uh, Yusuke. Yusuke. <laughs> Sorry, Kuwabara's that, like a... existence is to be not as good as Yusuke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like Paul being my personal punching bag all the time. It's a good. It's a good thing they're friends because they they would not do well as enemies. No, <laughs> but no. Not end well for Kuwabara. <laughs> Man, I gotta watch Yusuke uh, Yu Haka show again. Like it's, I said, I always love that true. dude. He did not discriminate. Yeah. Indeed. Okay, that does it for the listener mail that I have acquired recently. Please continue to send us listener mail. You can send that to podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. And now it's time for some housekeeping. You know, since Paul is kind of preoccupied with... Uh, no, I could do it. I'm oh, good. All right, all right. That's why I saw him scrubbing, boy. <laughs> He's working you know, double duty. Worry. I can do two things at once. I can actually He's multitask. Oh, yes. we I can actually do. multitask when I'm alive. Um, <laughs> all right. Ugh, so let me stretch a little bit. Okay. So, as usual, you can email us at podcast at com. Use this email to email us about anything related to the podcast. Um, more in particular about you know, listener feedback, what you guys think of the podcast, what you'd like us to do. Also, and, I, and I've seen a couple of you start doing that. Thank you for doing that. Mean Sketch, definitely appreciate that. Um, also, if there's guests you want to see us get coming up, uh, we may get like one or two coming up here in the in the next, maybe in, in the next month, but we're not looking to really pick up a lot coming into MomoCon. So if there's somebody you really want us to see, let us know that as well. And, you know, just anything that result that relates to the podcast. Again, it's the email is podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, make sure, as Sketch said in the last podcast, you go back into iTunes, 
if you're on the feed that is not getting, if you haven't gotten episode 143 on your feed, you need to unsubscribe, search for us again, subscribe to the podcast that has episode 143 in it, and that is now our new feed. Um, don't ask us why iTunes does that, but it is it is how they do things, so whatever. This is going to be episode 144, so if you don't see that also, you're definitely in the wrong feed. So make sure you subscribe to the right feed. Uh, and again, if I didn't say Stitcher, you can rate and review us there and listen to us there if you don't want to if you don't have iTunes. Um, also, we have a SoundCloud. That's where everything comes from. It's SoundCloud.com/slash/TsunamiFaithfulPodcast. Make sure you guys follow us there. Um, you can comment there. You can like our podcast there. You can actually even download the podcast from there as well. Um, we'd like to see a little bit more more of you uh, follow us there. Um, Again, it is soundcloud.com slash podcast. We're up to 123 as of this recording. So, um, you know, please, please do, you know, follow us if you can. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. Also, you can visit us on the Toonami Faithful Podcast Network. It is podcast.toonamifaithful.com. That'll have all of our past episodes along with our exclusives as well there. And last but not least, we have what's called a Patreon. Uh, it allows you to uh, help us out with the show and help us out with the website as well, both websites for that matter. Uh, it's patreon.com slash toonamifaithfulpodcast. Um, please donate to us, help us out, any money that you give us goes directly to funding the site, the podcast, everything. Um, and as you can see, we give out great prizes. Arthur was one of those people that donated, and he is on this podcast because, well, he donated the money, and he chose the topic, and he also was on. So that is actually the $10 perk if you guys do that. And again, like I said, we will do it. We are doing it right this second. So, you know, please do donate and we will bring you on and we will do those kinds of things. So you will be abused. And we like to thank thank everybody who has donated thus far, because without you, there really is no us. And we just really want to thank you for supporting us because it's not easy to pay for content and it does get a little pricey at times. And we're just asking for a little help. Trust me, it all goes to the podcast so we can keep bringing you good content. Right. Yep. And uh, one of the Patreons, his name is Chris Sabo. Um, I haven't emailed him back, but I will be getting back to him. He will also be on the podcast at some point to be a guest and also pick the topic. So look for Please. that coming up soon. But uh, it's time to get out of here. So, Arthur, where can they find you? They can find Wait, nobody on... cares. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. Don't be rude to the guest, Paul. I had Paul. to do it. The I had abuse, to do it. I'm sorry. The abuse I'm sorry. I get from you guys. Oh, God. Thanks for coming on and letting us abuse you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> thank, you for pay- thank you for giving us donations so we can abuse you. Thanks. Oh, God. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Arthur Messer. They can find me on Tumblr at Arthur Messer. And uh, they can find me on the PlayStation Network at Tiger Messer. By the time this podcast comes out, uh, I'll be playing some Mortal Kombat. So, uh, and that's about it. Finish him. <laughs> Get over here. By the way, I love that. I love that uh, at the end of the interview with Erica, 
that finish him. Oh my god, that was so awesome. Anyways, uh, oh, and by the way, the reason I donated, I wanted to see Sketch, and you guys have been doing a great year getting some guests and putting a lot into this podcast. I appreciate all your work that you've done this year. Uh, I think Terrell died. <laughs> he fell out of his chair in in uh, appreciation. In in appreciation. <laughs> hey, now, now I can't even say nothing mean right now. <laughs> That's so messed up, man. How you gonna say something nice like that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you guys just bring the best content. Well, we try. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, Terrell, <laughs> where can they find you? Well, you jerks know where you can find me at. You the can local. find me at yeah, the local bar or probably somebody jail cell this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. And if you want to ask me something, don't ask. You can do that at ukami.askfm slash, oh, damn, ukami75, whatever it is. You know, I love you guys. And... If you want to send me emails, which I know you people will never do, you can do that at derailmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. And Sketch, yeah. where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. And you can ask me questions and then tell me why my answers are wrong. <laughs> Ask.fm backslash Sketch1984. Because that's I'm what so- people do. It's hilarious. Oh man! Trying to do that, and I'm just. I'd like your opinion on this. Now, this is why it's all wrong. (laughs) Dude, I wish. I really wish it could be a reply under the reply, man, so I could just go in on it. Yeah, that would be fun if other people could reply to my responses. (laughs) Uh, And then they always ask, "When is Jose coming back?" Are you serious? <laughs> it will never end. And it will never oh, it end. It will never end. It's like the never ending story. You guys want to see Jose? He's going to be on Momocon. Go see him up there. <laughs> Damn, Arthur. You know what? I-, I love you for that. I love you for saying that. Oh, You're my welcome. God. You, you motherfucking no good for nothing. And I guess there's nobody else that needs to talk. I'm sorry. Ah, fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, where can they find you? Go ahead. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. My last name is spelled P-E-S-C-R-I-L-O. Fuck you, Darrell. Um, <laughs> 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 um, I have a Tumblr page, which I haven't mentioned in a while. It's paulpascrillo.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions there as well. Uh, I have an Instagram. It's instagram.com slash paulpascrillo. I'm sure you're getting the picture here. Um, <laughs> I post pictures there every once in a while, so no one feel free to, to shut up. Feel free to um, <laughs> look at those pictures and be as jealous as Darrell is. But anyways, um, <laughs> and um, last but not least, I also have an ask.fm. It's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. Ask me any questions you want, um, and I will try to ask them to the best of my ability. If you're a dick your question won't be answered. If you ask me a <laughs> podcast-related question, as Sketch has said, it's going to get deleted. So that's what podcast at TunamiFaithful.com is for an email. And let me clarify with that. it's We'll answer some questions of, about the podcast, but we're not going to tell you when we're going to have guests. We're not going to acknowledge when you ask us about guests. We're not going to respond to things about Jose. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if you have any kind of criticism for the podcast, constructive or otherwise, it will not likely be responded to on Ask.fm. Exactly. What would you guys want to ask about guests? It would ruin the surprise. Exactly. I agree. I like yeah, the surprise. I love surprises. Don't surprises are nice. Drill has yeah. a lot of surprises for you, Arthur, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Momocon. Ugh. Are they really a surprise uh, if he knows they're coming? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know they're coming. All right. So that is it for this are. week's. Tsunami oh, wait, Paul. What, yes. what about Date Durrell? <laughs> you son of a bitch. You really want him to stab you, don't you? No. You know what? I wasn't you... going to mention it, but I guess since Arthur is the guest on, I guess I have to mention this really quick. Sorry, uh, If you go to podcast at podcast.tunamifaithful.com right now, there's an article up to where you can actually apply to be on Date Durrell. Um, yes, this is real. This is not This is not something I made up and not happening. This is actually happening. Um, please make sure that you read the rules and understand that, well, first of all, you need to be a woman. Because I'm not going to do that to Darrell. If I'm going to put him through this, if I'm going to put him through this pain. But I'm didn't not gonna Arthur have... already put in his submission? No, I haven't I seen that submission yet. Um, <laughs> and I won't. <laughs> and um, you also have to be of legal age. I don't want to hear that Darrell got arrested because he's dating someone. <laughs> Darrell don't mess with Jimmy in the first place, dude. <laughs> I mean, as funny as that would be. I can't do that to the man, so we gotta, we gotta, you know, it's gotta be legit here, okay? So, um, <laughs> God, I'm so only evil. 18 and older may apply. Exactly. So, and you know, we also need proof that you're in a real person and not some guy on the other end that ah. likes Terrell. <laughs> so, you need to be able to prove that. So, again, it's podcast.tunamifaithful.com. The application is there on the article. You'll see the nice logo that caboose came up with thank you caboose <laughs> so go ahead and apply and uh one other thing before i thank arthur for coming on um thanks to michelle ruff for doing the live tweet session that is going on as we record this podcast um if you guys like what we just did and again you're going to be hearing this later this week so um but if you like the live tweeting session, please let me know, and we'll continue doing this. It won't be a thing that we do every month, but if there's somebody that you guys really like and you want us to have them on our Twitter and have a live Q&A, we'll see what we can do. Okay? So, thank you again, Arthur, for being on. Thank you for donating. We appreciate you. You are the best. You are probably the biggest Toonami Faithful Podcast fan, so that's why we're allowed to. Way to be number two. <laughs> but you're good. you're welcome. Just keep providing. Good you know content. who the number one fan is? Who's that? Your mom, Mrs. Yes. Maddox. Oh, hi, Mrs. Maddox. It's just Mrs. Maddox, man. By, by the way, speaking of date, Darrell, we will get her. Anyways, <laughs> it is my mission. It is my mission. And if I have to use Michelle to do it, damn straight I will use Michelle to do it. <laughs> you know what? I'm really getting tired of using my sister like this, <laughs> But anyways. That's gotcha. <laughs> oh, shut up, Jarrell. Anyways, that's it for this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Thank you guys for listening every single week. And again, we are on SoundCloud now. It's soundcloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Please follow us there. Like our podcast. Comment on the podcast. You can even download it there. So please do. 
But that's it for this week. Peace. We're out. Deuces! Stay gold. Insert catchphrase here. <laughs> <laughs> Darrell loves the climax. <laughs> All on your face, baby, with the crane. Nah, more like Arthur's face. No. <laughs> Don't worry, I got reserves for both of y'all. No, no. please, please no. I'm asking nicely, please no. You know, <laughs> Arthur's gonna show up to Mobile County. He's just gonna have like a bunch of booze like in his room. Please, Darrell, just take this. <laughs> and Darrell will look at him and be like. What's the catch? No catch. It's just paying no, the troll toll. <laughs> 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 just take it. I like that. That was good.